Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. Hi, this newest episode is called The Waters of Meribah. It's from Numbers 20, verses 1 through 29. You can find this at Books of the Bible in Smaller Chunks at HTTPS, colon, double backslash, Bible in Smaller Chunks, B-I-B-L-E-I-N-S-M-A-L-L-E-R-C-H-U-N-K-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. I felt led to write this for people in our busy world so that they might relate to what the Lord has in the Bible for them through the shorter periods of time, smaller periods of time that they might have available. But in doing so, I'm ever mindful of Revelations chapter 22, verses 18 through 19, not to add to or take away from anything that's in the Bible. So in contemplating doing this, what the Lord had on my heart, I prayed and prayed and prayed. And what he had on my heart was that I'm just not supposed to change the meaning of what the Bible passages say. He has also shown me ways to um, to at times add additional meaning, but not alter, I mean, add to the understanding of the meaning, but not to alter the meaning. Some of the ways um, he's shown me are condensing, combining, and compressing similar words, um, or paraphrasing background information or information that might possibly add clarity for more and, and those are almost always within brackets, you know, and sometimes I use current terms uh, instead of diddles, I would use food. Um, and those would be mostly in brackets. I hate to say it's always in brackets because I'm human and I may at times um, forget to put them in brackets, but I almost always do. Anyway, um, but when there's something significant like say background information that's not in that chapter and it's referring to something happened in the past in some other chapter some other book of the bible and it doesn't exactly make sense right then in order to add to your meaning sometimes i'll briefly condense that or put information that might provide clarity within brackets and i'll put change the color of font for those that get on the internet so that they could see that um that I've distinctly added that. Now, for things like changing food to vittles or putting who's speaking and who's being spoken to, you know, because quite often I'll say he spoke to him and it's kind of tricky sometimes to figure out who the he is and the him is. So when I think that might be problematic, I will put that within brackets and then I'll change the color in those. It's not that you need to know I added that, but times I think, okay, I want, make sure you know that that's been added um then i'm gonna change the color of the font also lord had it on my heart to put this in a table format i hope you find that beneficial if you get on the internet i don't really expect when i'm sharing this with you on the podcast this is only attended through lots and lots and lots of prayers primarily the king james version bible but at times sometimes they use biblegateway.com biblehub.com niv bible the uh, Webster Dictionary. All are wonderful resources for checking out more current terms, uh, 
etc. You know, then I use other internet resources as necessary. Okay, so this is the waters of Meribah, Numbers 20, verses 1 through 29. Then the whole congregation of the children, which is the people of Israel, came into the desert of Zin in the first month and stayed in Kadesh. Miriam, Aaron's sister, died there and was buried there. There was no water for the congregation, and they gathered together against Moses and Aaron. People argued with Moses, saying, If only God had let us die when our brethren died before the Lord God. Why have you brought us, brought up the congregation of the Lord into this wilderness so we and our livestock should die here? Why have you made us come up out of Egypt and bring us into this evil place? It's not a place of grains, figs, grapevines, or pomegranates, neither is there any water to drink. Moses and Aaron left the presence of the assembly and went to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and fell on their faces. Okay, and this side. The tabernacle of the congregation is a big, big, big tent church. Um, the Lord God gave Moses directions on how to build this elaborate tent church because they're in the wilderness and they're wandering for 40 years. Um, but he has it so that when they go from place to place, when the Lord signals them, that uh, they're supposed to move, then they fold up the church and the furniture and they have like the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Ten Commandments going there, um, is in my mind, it's like a big treasure chest. Like, you know, steamer box type of thing, but and very elaborate and very ornate, but, and, but it has rings, gold rings on each of the four corners of that. And they put staves, which are rods, and they're coated in gold because this is the Ark of the Covenant. And it's very special. And anyway, so when they're traveling from place to place, they put it on the shoulders of, I think, four people. And, or they carry it in their hands. I have no idea how they carry it, but they carry it from place to place. Anyway, that all is part of what goes with the tabernacle of the congregation. So it's a big tent church for the congregation to worship. Okay, back to this passage. The Lord of God appeared to them. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, take the rod, and, and the rod is kind of like a walking stick, a big one, or to guide sheep, you know, but something like that. Um, and you and your brother Aaron and gather the assembly together. Speak to the rock before their eyes, and it shall give out its water, and you shall bring the water out of the rock. So you shall give the congregation and their animals water to drink. Moses took the rod that was before the Lord, which means in front of the Lord, as he commanded Moses. Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together in front of the rock, and Moses said to them, Hear us now, you rebels. Must we get, your, get you water out of this rock? Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod. I have this part all underlined. And if I don't explain, have it written into the text. I will come back and explain it in a minute. The water came out abundantly and the congregation and their animals drank it. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron because you didn't believe me and didn't sanctify me in the eyes of the children, which is the people of Israel. On this side, Israel used to be named Jacob. The Lord God came to him and said, you will now be called Israel. Sometimes I put Israel's last Jacob or vice versa. And, they taught, and he had 12 children. And it's called the tribes of Israel or the children of Israel. But it doesn't mean just little kids. It means people of 
you know, of the families of Israel. Anyway, that's what that's. Therefore, you shall not bring the congregation, the people of Israel, into the land which I, the Lord God, have given them. Uh, now, here's my note. The underlying portion above explains this. So I'll read it again. Moses said to them, hear us now, you rebels. Must we get you water out of this rock? Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod. So it's twofold that they're arguing with God and with Aaron and Moses and they're um, not appreciative. Plus, Lord God had told Moses exactly what to do and Moses was arrogant and did it in a way to draw attention different than what God had asked him to do. Okay. Um, this is the water of Meribah because the people of Israel argued with the Lord, although he was the Lord God who sanctified them. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom. Your brother Israel said this, you know all the hardships we have had, how your forefathers went down into Egypt and we lived there a long time. Egyptians harassed us and our forefathers. We cried to the Lord and he heard our voice and sent an angel and brought us out of Egypt. Now we are in Kadesh, a city in the furthest part of your border. Border. I pray that you let us pass through your country. We will not go through the fields or the vineyards, neither will we drink the water from your wells. We will go on the king's highway. We will not turn to the right or to the left until we have passed through your borders. Edom said to him, you shall not pass by me unless I come out against you with a sword. His children, which is the people of Israel, said to him, We will go by the highway. If I and the livestock drink any of your water, then I will pay for it. I will only go through on my feet without doing anything else. Edom's king said, You shall not go through. And Edom came out against them with many people and a strong hand. Edom refused to give Israel passage through his border. Therefore, Israel turned away from him. The whole congregation of the people of Israel journeyed from Gadesh and came to Mount Hor. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron at Mount Hor by the coast of the land. And, and the coast is usually a coastal border of the land of Eden, saying, Aaron shall be gathered in death to his people, for he shall not enter into the land which I gave to the children, which is the people of Israel, because you rebelled against my word at the water of Meribah. Take Aaron and Eleazar, his son, and bring them to Mount Hor, and strip Aaron and his priest's garments, and put them on Eleazar, his son. Aaron shall be gathered to his people, and shall die there. Moses did as the Lord commanded. They went up into Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation. Moses stripped Aaron of his priest's garment, and put them on Eleazar, his son. Aaron died there on top of the mountain, and Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain, when all the congregation of Israel saw that Aaron was dead, they mourned for Aaron 30 days. The next podcast I share will be called The Israelites on the Move, and it covers Numbers 21, verses 1 through 35. And please share this with others who might appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.